You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones. For the ones. Who want an inside look at the vault. This is. This. This. This is Views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome in to yet another rousing rendition of the Views from Midstream podcast. Your home for all the Carolina Panther talk you could possibly stand. And then. Just a little bit more. I am Rob Brown, host of the Rob Brown Show in Greenville, South Carolina, right here in the heart of Panther country. And of course, joining me as always, my co-host on that show, my co-host on this show. He is the great one. Lonzo Reitzel on the other side of the metaphorical glass as we record today live from the palatial fan upstate studios here in the upstate of South Carolina and ladies and gentlemen no shortage of stuff to talk about on the broadcast today if you'd like to get involved you're welcome to hit us up on the social media at the Rob Brown show at Lonzo on word questions feedbacks comments concerns they all get addressed here on the pod when you bring them to us let us jump Right in, ladies and gentlemen, to, well, I'm not going to say it is the only story that matters. I am going to say it is by far and away the most important story, because until we get a resolution on the position of head coach, there's not much else that we can do. We are still two and a half months away from the National Football League draft of 2023. That is going to go a long way in determining who the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers will be next season. But obviously, the strategy developed there will, by and large, be influenced, if not dictated by, the next head coach of the Panthers. So, who is it going to be? Ladies and gentlemen, there have been some new names that have been added to the mix over the last couple of days. We now know that the Carolina Panthers have interviewed Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. We know that that in-person interview was completed this week. We know that they have completed their in-person interview with former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. We know they have completed an in-person interview with Buffalo Bills offensive of coordinator Ken Dorsey. We have conducted and finalized an in-person interview with former Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Wright. We have interviewed defensive coordinator for the 49ers D'Amico Ryans. And from what I understand, there is the potential for an interview in the very near future 
for Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy as well. There are some other names that have popped up here and there. So let's take a look at some of those potential coaches. And let us begin with the one that is getting the most chatter around the league. And that, of course, is Lombardi winning New Orleans Saints former head coach Sean Payton. You know, I just got to interrupt for a second, Rob. There's an importance in how you dress. There's, there's, I, I mean, if, if you look a certain part, people think a certain thing. And a tie, a tie is really, really important, uh, especially if you're on TV or if, say, you're a coach. And the color of said tie can cause waves, ripples, tsunamis across the fan base. And um, one such thing happened uh, Sunday, I believe, when Sean Payton wore a Carolina blue tie. It was a Carolina blue tie. But the Denver Bronco fans also noticed that it was paired with a Denver Bronco blue suit. They have also noticed that it was paired with orange tone, sl- uh, what do you call them? Penny loafers? All right. Is it slips? T- really? Really? So, so you talking about the leather looking ones? I yeah. to, so that's that are brown? Those? They were orange tone. Were they orange tone? If what? you ask Broncos fans, okay. they were orange tone. All right. Tone. That, that's that's kind of reaching. It, it really is. I don't disagree. Here's what and, I'm saying. And Bronco blue. Carolina blue, two different kinds right. of blue. The suit was Bronco blue. The tie was Carolina blue, arguably. But but uh, I just pointed out the New that York the tie Giants, is the most important thing. The Giants could argue it was their blue. Yeah, the we know Seahawks that Seahawks could argue it was their blue. We know that ain't happening. The either. point is, ladies and gentlemen, please don't get caught up on the outfit presentations of television. Unless it has a logo on it. Creators. I mean, a logo might be a dead giveaway. Yeah, but there wasn't one. So... As far as we know, if he opened up the lapel of that jacket. Who knows? Sean Payton was scheduled to be interviewed last Friday due to the untimely passing of Charlotte FC player Antoine Walks. That celebration of life ceremony was held on Friday, and so the interview was delayed. That interview was completed on Monday between the Carolina Panthers and Sean Payton. So what Do we know about it? This is very interesting. The first thing we know about it uh, is that we don't know a lot about it, right? There's an interesting thing that happens when these meetings happen between potential head coaches and ownership slash administration of schools. Traditionally, there's a handful of people that are involved. Somebody goes out there and at least gives some of the details about the meeting itself, whether it is conversation about contracts, about financials, about uh, control of the roster, the level of control that the new head coach would have, potential coordinators that they are interested in bringing in, etc., etc. We have gotten none of that regarding the meeting with Sean Payton. The second thing that's interesting is that after the meeting with the Denver Broncos, or excuse me, the Carolina Panthers was scheduled, the Denver Broncos immediately went ahead and submitted their request and scheduled a second interview 
with Sean Payton in the Mile High City. So now Sean Payton is going for interview number two with the Denver Broncos. That does not mean he's getting the job. It does not mean that he is the front runner for the job. We don't know what, if anything, it means other than they are having a second interview. And that traditionally doesn't happen unless there is at least some level of belief that the possibility is there for that that head coach to become the head coach. The third thing we do not know, but is being passed around right now. And I read this story for the first time on US Day today. It dropped a couple of days ago. Anthony Rizzuti is reporting, per some other reports from Tom Pelissero, etc., that David Tepper may have cooled off on Sean Payton. Not because of Sean Payton, but may have cooled off on Sean Payton because of the price tag. Now, the belief is that the New Orleans Saints want two first-round picks for Sean Payton. They want to be somewhere in the neighborhood of what the Buccaneers received for John Gruden when he was traded out of Tampa Bay a handful of years ago. That belief is, in my opinion, relatively unfounded, right? Not because that's what New Orleans wants, but because I don't think the market is there. Because it is a market that goes two ways. You not only have to have teams that want Sean Payton, but you've got to have teams that Sean Payton wants, right? Sean Payton has the ability to X a trade from New Orleans out. So if Arizona wants Sean Payton. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And they offer two first round picks, but Sean Payton doesn't want to go. He can push back on that trade a little bit. Uh, we mentioned in the last pod that the job Sean Payton had wanted, the Chargers, the Rams, the Cowboys, etc., None of those jobs came open. The jobs that did come open, by and large, aren't great. Or at least not great, considering what we believe to be the thing Sean Payton is looking for. West Coast, nice weather, quarterback in place already, etc., etc. Houston, Indy, Arizona, Carolina uh, do not offer those things as of right now. I absolutely do believe there is a chance that Mike McCarthy would be let go by Jerry Jones to bring in Sean Payton. After the performance of the Cowboys in the NFC Divisional Round, I think J.J. is crazy enough that he'd be willing to fire that coach, especially considering how many times this has happened to Dallas, in order to try to find that spark for one more run before they got to blow this team up. So if that job becomes available, I think all of this is moot, frankly. But it's not there yet, and it has been two days since Dallas' season came to its conclusion. So... Pelissero said, quote, I don't know that to be the case regarding the Panthers. I believe David Tepper is someone who is going to be very skeptical about having to give up multiple high draft picks to get a coach on top of paying him top dollar and all the things Sean Payton is going to want, uh, end quote. I'm going to say this. Money 
I don't think is a factor for David Tepper in hiring a head coach. David Tepper is a billionaire. I think Sean Payton's contract will be in the neighborhood of 25 to $27 million a year. I'm not particularly concerned about that for a billionaire. He'll be fine. He is going to be, I suspect, willing to come off mucho dinero in order to try to kill off some of the bad will that has been built up between David Tepper and Carolina Panther fans. The money for con- uh, for the contract of Sean Payton would not be the issue. The question is the picks and how hard the Saints are willing to press us in order to get Sean Payton. Two first-rounders is what the Saints want. I don't think they're getting two first-rounders from anybody. I think they're getting a first-rounder, and I think that they will be getting like a third, maybe a third and a sixth or something like that. In this draft, in the same draft. In this draft. Now, I got into a conversation with a Panthers fan on Twitter over the weekend who said that he would rather have a first-round pick this year and not Sean Payton, but that he would be a little more willing to separate from a first-round pick next year to get Sean Payton this year. He was happy to do a 2025, uh, excuse me, 2024 first-rounder and a mid-rounder instead of a 23 first-rounder. I actually feel the exact opposite way. I'd rather give my first-rounder this year and have one for next year not knowing where that draft pick is going to land, I suspect well lower in the draft. I'd rather give away a lower first-round pick uh, and and end up with this year's first-rounder. I'd rather have the pick this year, trade away next year's first-rounder, and I think the Saints are more likely to accept that deal because, let's be honest, the Saints are in a position to fail this year. Uh, the, the, the cap is bad. The contracts are bad. The players that have the big contracts have gotten older. Kamara, Jordan, etc. All those guys are a little bit older. I don't think any of us believe at this point that Michael Thomas is going to be able to ever complete a full season without being injured. The Saints will probably view a 2024 first rounder as more valuable than a 2023 first rounder. So if I can push that to next year, a lower pick, Keep this year's, use that as a package to get Sean Payton whatever player he wants. I think that deal becomes more attractive. I I agree with you, but that's I mean, obviously it would appear that this year's crop of quarterbacks are going to be much better than next year's. And if you have the off chance of thinking, well, there's a way that I can get Sean Payton and then trade some other picks away, do some finagling, and get one of the top two quarterbacks then yeah I mean if not where are you picking I I just I I mean so giving away your first round pick I'm just I'm just a little concerned about it but if if that's what it takes to get Sean Payton I'm trading away next year's I'm not trading away this year's all right speaking of drafts I don't do this often there are three things that I put into the category of things that I don't care about and I don't want to hear about them from you. Your fantasy football team, your dreams, and your mock draft. I read one earlier. What if my dreams included you? 
And, 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 and I want to hear and, them even less now. Okay, all right. Okay. I, I meant, you know, aspiring to heights as yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, getting more downloads of this podcast okay, than that feels any better. others. That I feels mean, less you know. weird. All right. Uh, I don't want to hear about your dreams, your fantasy football team, or your mock draft. And I read one earlier today involving a Carolina twist that I saw and thought was absolutely hilarious.